Welcome to this EduCast, how successful organizations migrate to contact center and unified communications to the cloud. This EduCast is sponsored by Versailles and Telecom Reseller. Our speaker today is Raymond Pearson, Senior Vice President of Operations at Versailles. I'm Gary Auden. Today's agenda will cover cloud growth trends, cloud benefits to the business, thinking in advance planning for the migration, customer needs and demands and opportunities, what matters, especially in performance management, technology for the business experience, and cloud management. Ray, what are the trends you're seeing with cloud adoption? Well, uh, it's amazing to see, uh, Gary, this report from Gartner, which is fresh off the presses, it indicates that migration to the cloud is still happening at a pretty rapid pace. So Versailles has been a cloud-based company for over 10 years, but I think sometimes we forget that early transitions to the cloud were really more about uh, data center hosting and, and all of that. And obviously the pandemic accelerated migrations, especially in the unified communications and contact center space. And what we're seeing here is Gartner is predicting that that cloud spending is likely to accelerate in the months and years to come there are still a lot of benefits to moving to the cloud. And that's why we continue to see uh, cloud spending uh, that's expected to increase over the next couple of years. Let's talk about cloud migrations. And would you distill what is important? What do most customers forget when planning and work working towards a migration? Yeah, so uh, this means a lot to me because I was once a consultant that focused on helping customers make technology choices and then helping them with the migration. And one of my major jobs was to show the customer just how much work and effort was required to quote unquote get there. And for the purposes of our discussion with cloud migration, obviously the goal is to migrate to the cloud, but how you get there and what you do when you get there are just as important. The, the thing that customers forget is that your responsibilities don't cease just because you've moved to the cloud. And we could talk about some of that stuff a little later on in the conversation. You have a thorough list of consumer and market demands. What do you say are the most important ones here? <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not going to choose which one is the most important because every cloud migration is unique. What I will tell you is one of the things that we're hearing a lot, and frankly, we experience this ourselves, is uh, the idea of the ability to innovate faster and the ability to manage those increased customer expectations. So in general, cloud platforms enable the ability to add features and functionality much faster than an on-prem solution where maybe you get one major release a year if you're lucky. And cloud platforms are often designed so that you can easily turn features on and off. So I'll give you an example uh, that's a personal one for Versailles. As we continue to add features to our latest product called VSM Everywhere, there are certain technical capabilities that are required in the back end uh, that supports what we're doing in the front end. So the great thing about being a consumer of cloud products is we don't have to develop all of that back end technology ourselves. 
in a lot of cases, we can just simply turn to our cloud partner, Microsoft Azure, and turn those features on. So that enables us to focus on the front end development to deliver features more quickly to our customers. So that, that ability to be able to innovate faster is something that we're hearing a lot. What are the three questions to ask before you migrate to the cloud? So these seem uh, pretty simple. Uh, why, how, and what? And, and if I put my consultant's hat back on, uh, I know that some of this seems obvious, uh, but you can't just do a cloud migration. It requires some serious forethought. So what we need to ask ourselves is why are we doing the migration? So those benefits that we talked about, is it to reduce cost or to simplify my IT infrastructure? We need to understand why, because uh, that's going to inform some of the questions that we might ask to our cloud partners. It may also inform how we approach a particular cloud migration. And then we need to ask ourselves, how are we migrating? This is the area where most people go to naturally because it's really about project management, right? So um, how do we get from point A to point B? And then, uh, and this one's really important, we need to ask ourselves, what are we migrating? Um, and it's not as simple as identifying an application, for example. You've heard that phrase, garbage in, garbage out understanding what you're migrating and then what you're not migrating within a particular application and what cleanup you're going to do is key. Um, and the way that you do that is through uh, data gathering and analytics before you engage in that cloud project. Well, that gets into the question is, what do you need to know? And I wonder, since you are actually a cloud user, what have you learned? I like to boil this down to accurate data and, and preferably data that you can collect and see over a period of time is actionable data. So accurate data is actionable data. And this is a piece that customers and frankly, their trusted advisors miss all the time. Uh, you need a service management platform that can gather information over time to answer questions like, how am I utilizing my resources today? Do I have peak time periods, not only seasonal influences, but do I have peak uh, utilization during a particular time of day? Uh, do I have problems that I'm going to migrate to the cloud if I don't fix it first? So approaching cloud, cloud migrations with some forethought is really the key to success. With COVID and with business changing, customers have changed an awful lot. How's that impacting what you're talking about? Really, uh, what we're seeing here is, is that the customer needs have changed. So there, there's been so much uh, change, especially in the unified communications and contact center space. And that was rapidly occurring already. I mean, if you just look at maybe your kids or in general, younger clientele, they're demanding self-service and the ability to engage with the companies they do business with via their preferred channels and not necessarily the way that we would want them to interface with us. And then if they have to speak to a live person, they want to do that quickly and they want it done in a single phone call. Finally, 
you think about your day-to-day -day life, we are constantly on the go and we're doing so much of our interaction on the phone. So, so really it's about demand. It's, it's that whole idea of, I want my information now, I wanna resolve these issues via my methodology. Um, so as you can see from this list, uh, these are really high demand services that customers are requiring these days. And it's not just consumer-based stuff. Uh, I just read an article yesterday that talked about how those demands are bleeding into the business world. So if you if you do a B2B business, uh, you're not exempt from this. Uh, these types of demands are bleeding over. The good news is, is that cloud services are really built for these types of demanding needs. You talk about demands, but also present new opportunities. What are the new demands and opportunities you're encountering? So obviously you, you have all of those demands um, and not only are the consumers demanding more, uh, employees who provide those services are also demanding more. So if you can imagine this, we've, we've got more people working from home. We have a uh, higher demand from customers who want a better mix of ways to talk to the companies they do business with. They see those agents that they interact with as customer advocates. So in other words, if I've got to talk to you via chat or I need to get on the phone with you, uh, you represent my interests. And yet we have more and more folks working from home on networks that weren't really designed to do business. Now they can be, but in a lot of cases, they're not. And in a lot of instances, those environments are not conducive to doing business. As you can see here, 70% of agents have indicated that noise um, affects them negatively. Well, okay, so then as a business, you have to start asking yourself, well, controlling those factors are one thing, but how do I even know if one of my agents is working in a noisy environment uh, or maybe one that has a lousy network? And that's really where Versailles is focusing its efforts today with VSM Everywhere. After you convert to a cloud service, you lose a lot of the visibility that you would have on your on-prem solution. You still need to maintain that visibility. One of the numbers that really fascinated me is that 70% of organizations have no visibility to manage IT or communications performance for the work at home individual. What does this mean? <laughs> yeah, th this is really the, the key point here. And I'm going to lay this out in a very direct way that I think will make sense to a lot of folks. When, when you migrate to a cloud service, what you do after conversion matters for all the reasons listed here in this slide. Moving to a cloud solution gives you all the benefits that we've been speaking about, but it doesn't mean that your responsibilities as an organization goes away. So you might not be hosting your UC or CC service, but the rest of what you used to take responsibility for still exists. The scope and the scale in which you uh, oversee may be reduced, but you need to acknowledge that you're still going to have some sort of focus. It's just going to be different. And as you said, some 70% of companies are out there with no way 
to manage their UC and CC infrastructure when they move to the cloud. They have a tendency to say, ah, I've moved it to the cloud, so therefore I don't have any responsibilities. Well, if you just think about it at the base level, that's not true. You used to control certain areas. The only thing uh, that's happened is, is that you've taken your service and moved it to the cloud. You still have responsibilities to deliver good customer and user experience. I've been working from home for like 35 years, and I know this experience. When something doesn't work for me at home, who do I talk to? So how do the issues you mentioned affect the work from home employees? Well, I think the sad statistics reveal themselves in a recent survey. Over half of those work from anywhere or work from home employees are spending time trying to fix their own technical issues. If you can imagine, that can be very, very frustrating. And, and this is why I emphasize so strongly uh, this idea that once you migrate something to the cloud, you still have a responsibility. This is part of that. So think about this. If I'm working from home and I work for you and I'm a contact center agent, for example, if I'm troubleshooting my own environment, um, I'm not working for you. <laughs> that costs money. And if my working environment is a poor environment and I'm taking your customers' calls, that's really going to have an impact on your brand because I don't have an ideal place to work. So here's the bottom line. Cloud providers care mainly about their own infrastructure. They don't look at all of the technical issues or the quality issues that come about um, outside of their network. So if you don't have centralized UC and CC management that focuses on the new problem areas related to user experience and customer experience, you're going to see those impacts that I talked about. And frankly, you might lose valued employees because they're frustrated with the working experience. What is Versailles experience in this landscape then? So Versailles Service Management is an analytics platform that delivers end-to-end -end service management for on-premise, for hybrid, and for cloud unified communications and contact center. Versailles has a deep experience over 20 years in the UC and CC space. And Versailles Service Management, as I mentioned before, has been a cloud-based service since day one. So we both produce and consume cloud services. What do you mean by business user experience? I think really what we're talking about, and, and this is a, a general term that we use, but really what it means is looking at both the customer and employee experience. So you have to change with the changing times. And the benefits of migrating to the cloud are many. And there really have, I mean, it's an unprecedented, um, an unprecedented amount of ways that you can leverage cloud infrastructure to deliver good experiences to both your customers and your employees. But you have to take a look at both. Um, and, I, and I think that especially here in the States, that's been a slow burn and companies are finally starting to realize that I obviously have to take care of my customers, but I also have to take care of my 
employees and make sure that their experience is good because there's a lot of competition out there. And you do that by making sure that when you've migrated something to the cloud, that you have a way to keep an eye on it and a way to help you understand when you've got problems. When I think about managing the cloud, I don't think of just using a tool. It seems like you need an architecture. Can you explain that? Yeah, and, and this is just an example here of how we would go about uh, monitoring, say, a cloud service and all of the elements where you need to collect data. So where you see the term XCAS, just pretend like, for example, that's the cloud service, and we're going to just utilize and say, hey, this is a contact center uh, service that we've migrated to the cloud. Well, so... Remember, the cloud service provider that gives you that CCAS solution, they may or may not keep you informed. And what VSM does is it collects all of that data. So the information from the cloud solution, the information from the edge and the SBC, the information from the work at home employees, and brings it all into a single pane of glass. We can then also integrate with service desks so that we can alert you. We can even alert you on those post-call surveys that cloud applications are always asking about. How was your experience? Wouldn't that be nice if you could be notified if the CEO of your company just said, I had a poor experience with one of my uh, cloud applications. So the way to look at this is we would, we would talk about this as the back of the house. This is the back of house architecture that you need in today's world to um, monitor and manage XCAS solutions. You've been talking about Versailles service management. And in this screen and the previous screen, I see the word collector a lot. What's the value of the collector? Collector is a generic term that we use for a um, piece of software that gathers information from an environment. And that can be in the cloud, a virtual collector where we make a connection to a cloud service. It can be our software that's running um, you know, on-premise, if you will, gathering information about on-prem environments. Uh, but the key thing to remember is it's always on. So one of the problems, so when you look at those companies, the 30% of companies that do a cloud migration and then have some sort of service management platform, it's usually a troubleshooting environment. So uh, somebody complains about having an active problem and I can install something and do some analytics and try to figure out what's going on. But that's not the way the real world works. <laughs> the way that normally works is, hey, I had a problem yesterday. It was really frustrating. Well, I, I can't do anything at that point if I've got a platform that I have to install and look live because a lot of problems are transient. So if you're always collecting data, and this is the way that we've always done it in general in the on-prem space, we're always collecting the data and that was a given. Well, you should approach cloud products and, and platforms the exact same way. If I'm collecting data all the time, I can start to see trends. Ray Pearson actually has a great experience until 3 p.m. What's going on at 3 p.m.? Oh, his kids are coming home and using all of the bandwidth. So now I can have a conversation with Ray that says, hey, can I shift uh, the um, when you're working so that you're done at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Or can you change your uh, internet connection to account for 
that activity that happens in the late afternoon. You can only get that information if you're collecting the data all the time. What are the cloud providers not doing to address these issues? <laughs> well, in, in some instances, they are doing nothing. And the, uh, you know, the extreme cynic would say, well, cloud service providers are simply the telcos of old. Uh, they, what they want to do is they want to say, hey, it's not our network, it's not our problem. It, it's not a perfect analogy because most cloud service providers are more in tune with their customer base than that. But the bottom line is they're not really motivated to tell you any more than what's in their circle of influence. And so, um, and that's just, that's the way it is. A lot of customers will migrate to the cloud and they'll say, hey, we're having problems. Well, you're likely having problems where the new problems exist, which is typically in that work from anywhere environment. Most of the cloud service providers have very stable networks. Uh, and that's why, once again, you need a service management platform that can give you that end-to-end -end data. So that way you can continue to harness the power and the capabilities of a cloud service, but you still have some control over maintaining the quality of that environment so that you're providing great quality to your customers and your employees. How can companies do better? Well, really the key is to do something. So Metrogy has done a lot of great research in this arena lately, and this is all brand new data on this slide as well. Companies who think I've migrated my service to the cloud and so I can wipe my hands clean of it all, they actually suffer. Um, companies that do something do better. It, if you can get some insight into what's going on by investing in a platform like VSM with VSM Everywhere, you can see real improvements in those areas that affect your brand and reputation. I think these statistics really speak volumes. If I can reduce my cost, if I can improve my agent productivity, if my CSAT scores can go up, and then on top of all of that, I can also increase my revenue, why wouldn't I have a platform like that? You know, you're talking about a centralized performance management for unified communications and contact centers. Oh, I mean, we're going hybrid. Why is centralized the right way to go? Hmm. Yeah, so it's interesting as we talk to customers and they say, well, you know, I have a hybrid environment. So the idea that I need some sort of centralized UC and CC performance management tool doesn't apply. Actually, I think going hybrid makes it even more challenging to understand what's going on in your environment. And so you really have to have something that can help you uh, keep an eye on all of that. So think about it. Now, if I'm a true hybrid rollout, I have key infrastructure in both the cloud space and on-prem or in my data center. So uh, a perfect example might be a customer who is going to migrate their contact center to the cloud, but they have a lot of investment in a custom IVR. 
and they're still under contract or they haven't written that purchase off the books yet, and they've got to keep that in place for a couple of years. Well, now you have key infrastructure that exists both in the cloud and on-prem, and you really need a platform that can gather data from all of those cloud elements that we've already talked about, but then also gather that information from your on-prem uh, IT infrastructure and bring that into a single pane of glass. Versailles has a global support imprint. Here's their website that you should visit for more educast podcasts and blogs. These are the contact numbers for Versailles and the Americas and the rest of the world. I hope you've obtained some good insights into migrating to the cloud and we'll view some of our educasts in the future. Thank you very much, Ray. Thank you so much for having me.